Hello everyone and welcome to season two of the Grad Cracker webinars. Season one was so successful, we have decided to run the webinars again every Thursday at 2pm, featuring some of our really exciting and key employers in lots of different sectors, including automotive, banking, consulting, energy, the armed forces. The list is almost endless. All of the webinars are listed on the Grad Cracker webinar page, um, so check out the lineup today and register your interest for the future. If you are new to the Gradcracker webinars, welcome. The webinars are live and recorded and we feature the recordings the following day on the Employers Company Hub on Gradcracker and in the Career Centre as well. And if you've just joined us on the webinars, for, and if you joined us on the webinars in the last season, it's great to see you back. We've got some really exciting news to share with you again today. And um, we've got a new Gradcracker logo, which is there on my, on my screen. So I hope you like it. Right, so today what we're going to do is introduce you to the panel and introduce you to Cummins. So Cummins has advertised with us um, for the last 10 years and they advertise their placement and graduate opportunities on Gradcracker. You may remember Grace from the last Cummins webinar. Hi Grace. Um, Grace, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Cummins? Yeah, um, so thanks Carla. Hi everyone. Thank you for joining the session again today. Um, so I actually joined Cummins in 2013 as a placement student um, and then I came back um, straight back from university into a graduate role and I've been with Cummins ever since. So I know the importance of finding um, an excellent placement employer, particularly if you're not too sure what it is that you want to do after university. Um, I was quite unsure of, of what I wanted to do, but Cummins have been fantastic um, and I'm really grateful to have been able to experience lots of different roles in my time here um, and move around different areas of the business and um, have lots of different people, lots of different teams. And that's kind of really helped me figure out where I want to go um, and it's kind of really developed me as a person. And I guess that's one of the main reasons why um, I ended up joining the recruitment team so that I our placement and graduate positions to future students and um, so I'm really excited about today's webinar it's also our first event of the season um, and we'll be continuing to promote Cummins and our opportunities um, now until the end of the year. Fantastic Grace. So what did you actually study at university? So I did um, business studies at Leeds Beckett and yeah. I chose that degree because I wasn't entirely sure what I wanted to do um, yeah. But I think the good thing about Cummins is kind of no matter what you've studied, you get the opportunity to kind of experience different things and um, we can support development. So, yeah, I've been able to work in lots of different functions that I, I didn't think I would have been able to have gone into. Yeah, thanks, Grace. And we'll, we'll speak to Rebecca, Harry and Emma a little bit later on about their journey so far at Cummins as well. Um, but just, just staying with you, Grace, um, for now, could you just tell everybody a little bit more about Cummins, you know, what you do, who you are, kind of what industries you work in as well? Yeah, absolutely. So um, Cummins are a global power technology leader and we're headquartered in the US. We have nearly 60,000 employees across the globe and we have a number of sites spread across the UK. So we design, um, engineer, manufacture, distribute and service engines and related technologies and they range from fuel systems, controls, um, air handling, filtration, emission solutions, and electrical power gen systems. And we make our products for a range of different industries. Um, some of them include agriculture, bus, marine, rail, trucking, and, and many more. Um, but I guess as well as being very passionate about our products, um, we're also very passionate about um, our people 
and creating an inclusive environment and champion diversity. So we have a range of different initiatives. Um, and we're also quite passionate about supporting the communities where we live and work. Um, and we have a community programme which allows employees to take part in volunteering projects um, in company time, which is really, really rewarding to be a part of. Um, we're also quite passionate about corporate responsibility. So we publish annual uh, sustainability reports and we have done since 2003. We've got a very detailed environmental strategy as well, which looks out as far as 2050. Um, and we've spent 14 consecutive years on Ethisphere World's Most Ethical Companies list. Um, so there is lots more that you can learn about Cummins. Um, so I'd encourage you to visit our Greg Cracker um, pub. And you can find lots more information on there. Um, and hopefully you can learn a little bit more about us um, on today's webinar. Perfect. Thanks, Grace. And just tell the audience a little bit about the community programme. What, what have you done in, that, in, in the past? I've done all sorts. Um, yeah. <laughs> Your favourite so, one then? <laughs> um, I think my favourite one, we've got a, so the site that I'm based at is in Huddersfield and um, yeah. the canal that runs through Huddersfield. So there's a programme um, that um, kind of takes um, disadvantaged people down the canal for a day out. And um, so I got to help out and chat to, to some of the people on that trip um, yeah. steer the boat, which was quite nice. Oh, that's exciting. All locks and everything. So <laughs> Yeah, it's really exciting. There's absolutely all sorts of things that you can get involved in. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. I've been to that canal because my brother lives in Huddersfield, so I'm sure I know which one you're talking about, Grace. We'll have to, we'll have to catch up about that afterwards. Yeah. Um, so thank you, Grace, for the introduction. What we're going to do now is meet Emma, Harry and Rebecca a little bit more. Um, so Emma, starting with you, my love. So you're currently on a placement at Cummins, aren't you? Um, so can you just tell the viewers about what university you are attending and what you're studying? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I am coming to the end of my summer placement now. Yeah. Uh, it's been a 12-week placement. Um, I've got a year left, so I'm doing a four-year integrated master's course in physics at Lancaster University. Lovely. And how, how are you finding the whole virtual experience, Emma, when it comes to um, your, your summer internship? Um, it's It's been different. Uh, yeah. And I think in certain ways it does make things a little bit more difficult, but then I think I've received so much more support because of it from yeah. my manager, Rebecca, and everyone else. So it, it's different, but it's still a great experience and you still learn everything that you would normally. So it's been yeah. fine. <laughs> Brilliant. And you're, you're enjoying Cummins in the sector that you're working in? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. So I've been in, um, I've been placed in Rotors and Seals subsystem okay. department. Um, which I didn't really know anything about when I started. Yeah. Um, but that was fine because they teach you everything you need to know. And it's been super enjoyable. And I've, Rebecca's been, my, Rebecca's my manager and she's been able to um, get me work in different different areas and different topics so that I've got like a board, board experience. Perfect. Thanks. And we're going to find out a little bit more about that later on. Um, Rebecca, I'm going to move on to you because you're famous with, with Emma saying that you're her manager and how, how well you're doing managing, <laughs> managing Emma. So do you want to introduce yourself, Rebecca? So where you went to university and what you studied? Yes. So um, I went to Salford University and also did a master's in physics. It was an integrated master's like Emma's. Um, I've been at Cummins now for six years um, and I work in the same department, so rotor systems, um, specifically in the bearings department. Perfect. Thank you very much, Rebecca. And Harry, last but not least, nicely branded Cummins. Where did you go to university and what did you study? Uh, yeah, so I went to Coventry University. I studied mm -hmm. mechanical engineering. 
uh, and I did a placement year as, as part of my degree. Uh, so I spent a year at Cummins back in 2017 and 2018, uh, working in the same department that I'm in now. Yeah. So how, how did that all work, Harry? So obviously you did really well um, in your placement year at Cummins. Did your placement come to an end and then Cummins offer you the opportunity that there and then to come back? And then did they support you in your final year at uni? Just tell us a little bit more information about that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, I, I basically got a job offer like near the end of my my placement year which is really nice sort of going yeah. into your last year at university yeah. knowing that you've got a job to go to and like I found especially in the third year sort of a lot of my friends would have to be you know spending a lot of effort doing yeah. CVs and applications whilst you've also got sort of coursework and studying for exams on so it was really nice to have that yeah um yeah and it definitely helps sort of doing that placement year to get an idea of you know the business the company the the role that I'd like to do um, and yeah, it, it was a really good opportunity basically to, to give me that stepping stone to secure a job uh, sort of after university. Yeah, I bet. Did you, did you find doing a placement year as well helped um, you in your final year, Do you know, like your dissertations, yeah. projects and things like that? Yeah, so I actually did a, a project for Cummins um, oh. in my final year. So, so that was really good. It was sort of a continuation of some of the work that I'd done on placement. Yeah. Um, but I sort of had access to um so all, all of Cummins resources you know they provided me with a laptop I could get in contact with people from the team and people that I've worked with on placement years whilst I was back at university in my final year mm-hmm. uh, so I found that support sort of really useful yeah. um, to help with my dissertation. Harry would you would you say personally you performed better um, in your final year as well did do you feel as though the things that you were maybe learning and again obviously working quite closely with coming still that things kind of fell into place a little bit more that you felt that you maybe even potentially got a better grade than you would have done yeah I think definitely I think doing something like a placement year sort of really it gives you a good experience of the real world because I mean yeah. personally before I went to university I hadn't done any sort of work experience or worked mm-hmm. for an engineering company before so it was fine sort of doing all of the academic study and a bit of practical work but I didn't actually know by the, like, the end of my second year what it was really like to work for a company yeah. in the real world so I think doing that placement year really helped with that um and also just like the skills you get from doing a placement year just like general things like project management and you know mm-hmm. how you conduct yourself or send emails and um obviously things like work ethic as well I think definitely helped um I mean I know in my final year I would sort of be turning up at the library at say like eight or nine o'clock just because I was used to doing that from placement year <laughs> and, it, and but it would pretty much be dead up until like 11 or 12 because <laughs> when you're a student you you tend to be work on a bit of a different uh bit of a different sleeping schedule but yeah it, it, it was really good it was a really good experience to I'd say it definitely helped me in my in my final year at university yeah I think it's a lot of the soft skills isn't it, that people don't appreciate with working you know you just mentioned um, about getting up in the morning but things like time management and everything else I, I do think people don't um understand that's something that they're going to have to do you know when you when you get a job or get on a placement um so no thanks very much everybody for for the introductions and what I'm going to do now is just move back to to Grace um could you give us a bit of an an overview Grace of the opportunities which are going to be opening soon so they're going your placement and graduate opportunities are going to be opening in October just tell the audience about um what opportunities are opening locations that they can be based with your placements, I'm just thinking now of, of Harry and Emma's stories. Are they a mixture of year-long and summer um, placements internships as well? Yeah, 
absolutely so. Um, yeah, as you said, uh, we're hoping to go live at the start of October. Yeah. And we encourage students and graduates to apply early in the cycle. Um, we try to assess candidates as the applications come in rather than waiting until um, a deadline. We're higher between um, 120 to 160 students each year. And we're really proud to you know, be able to offer such a high number of positions and continued hiring throughout the pandemic. Um, we actually hired a record number of students to start a placement with us this year and we're in similar if not higher numbers for next year which is amazing and yeah. it, it means we can provide our students with really valuable experiences in the business and um, we're also expecting to have some graduate vacancies based at our Darlington site uh, within the engineering function so we've got some really exciting projects coming up there um, and those roles will be starting in 2022. Yeah. And all of our student and graduates are involved in real-time work and projects, so you'll be fully integrated into the team, treated like any other employee, um, lots of opportunity for cross-functional working and potentially working with global teams, be given lots of responsibility and support, um, and we really try to accommodate uh, the, the different interests of the students and grads, so we try to get you involved in lots of different work that will help you grow and develop through the time with us. Mm -hmm. So in terms of the actual types of roles available, um, we tend to hire a lot of um, students into our engineering function, but we also have roles coming within some of the other business functions, um, and that includes manufacturing, quality service, logistics, supply chain, um, and many more. We're expecting a lot of the roles to be based at our Huddersfield, Daventry sites, um, but we will have some based at our other UK sites as well. Um, so definitely watch out for um, the roles going live on the Greg Cracker Hub. Um, keep um, subscribed so you can get the alerts for, for when the roles um, get posted. But we're, we're aiming to go um, October and then throughout the rest of the year. Perfect. Thanks, Grace. Um, yeah, what, what Grace was saying there, so don't forget that you can follow Cummins on Gradcracker. Um, if you follow Cummins, you then be alerted by push notification on the app and email when they open up their opportunities. So definitely do not miss out, you know, as Grace says, get your applications in um, as, soon, as soon as you can. And if you are watching this webinar, you know, Grace has, me and Grace have spoken previously um, for, um, from the first webinar that we did together. Grace saw a lot of the students applying mention the fact that they'd watch this, this webinar. Um, so, and she really likes to hear see that so make sure you do mention when you get your applications in just um sorry grace i'm going to put you on the spot so don't shout at me but just a, a question why why are the numbers the recruiting numbers so much higher are you winning no, new projects you know why why is that i think we really value um the importance of bringing um, new talent into the business so yeah. Um, we, we're a higher to develop organisation, so um, you know we're never going to stop hiring students and graduates. Um, we have got lots of really exciting engineering projects coming up, um, so we're really keen to get um, graduates and, and, and students working on those as well. So it's it's a really exciting time for us. Um, we're branching out into new power as well, so we're kind of um, looking towards the future of Cummins. We celebrated our 100th anniversary in 2019, um, yeah. a milestone for any company. Um, yeah, definitely. Kind of looking to innovate for the future now and, and with that comes new opportunities and, and new projects. Brilliant. Yeah, students and, and graduates are, are really the, the way forward out the, to a business like yours. You know, this is it's the next generation that we just need to keep pushing in and this is why Cummins offers so many great opportunities. Um, 
So thank you, Grace. I'm going to leave it with you for now and then we can come back to you at the end to talk about the application processes and hints and tips and things like that. Um, so for now, I want to get to know the graduates and Emma, graduates and Emma, look, it's, it's like you're the older now, Emma, I didn't really <laughs> like that, <laughs> a little bit more. So um, your current roles, I know Emma, you mentioned about the department that you're in and everything else, but just give us a little bit more information about your current role and um, what you're doing, what you've got up to um, over the summer and the team you're in. I know you mentioned Rebecca is a brilliant manager, but just explain to me um, your team in general, like your other members and things. Um. Yeah, well, I've had the most contact with Rebecca. Yeah. I do have some contact with the other team members, but not everyone. Um, I think being online, like you said, it, it just makes things a little bit more tricky. Yeah. Um, in terms of what I do, uh, I think being a summer intern, there's a lot of things that if the department is particularly busy with that they will ask you to do if they haven't had time. And it's actually really good because you get, you get such a broad range of experience. Yeah. So I've done um, quite a lot of like data analysis type stuff, um, especially for tech reviews. Um, and then I have my own project as well. Yeah. So I got assigned that pretty much as soon as I started. Um, and that's like my com completely my responsibility. And um, so that was for, that was for um, a piece of equipment that's used to test uh, a new type of bearing called rolling element bearing. So that's kind of what my role is, but I work on so many different pieces, yeah. um, so many different pieces. Of, and I'm, I'm doing a work instruction at the minute for noise testing. So I've literally I've had like my toes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's good though, isn't it? Because if you can experience different areas of the business then you can get to know what you like and what you know what, what you might not like, for example. So, yeah. you, so you're getting a lot of exposure, which sounds really good. Um, I did, Grace, I said I'd leave you alone. I'm not going to, I'm lying. Um, so this year, the obviously the summer interns were, were virtual, um, like Emma's just mentioned. Do you know what the crack is for next year there or the, um, for, the, for the graduates or the placements? Are we looking at virtual or, or is it too, too soon to say? We're kind of just reacting to the pandemic and, and yeah. kind of, you know, I know a lot of organisations are kind of taking a cautious approach as well to having employees back on site. Yeah. We will be adopting a flexible working approach. So forward, um, that will be open to employees. Um, and I, I like other businesses, you know, we're kind of moving with the times now and we're wanting to create a work-life balance for everyone. So um, we're anticipating a lot of roles will be a bit of a hybrid mix. So sometimes spent on time and sometimes spent virtually. Um, so it kind of gives you the best of both worlds. But we do kind of recognise the importance of new employees, you know, being on site, meeting the teams, um, but yeah, we'll just have to kind of see what happens uh, with the pandemic next year. Yeah, I think this is it. And it just play, it's just play it by ear to see how things go. Yeah. Um, Rebecca, because you're on the same team as Emma, I'm going to move on to you. Um, so a little bit more information about your role, what you do at Cummins and, and the team that you have there. I'm guessing that you have more interaction with the wider team than, than maybe Emma has done. Yeah, so um, I'm classed as a technical specialist in rotor systems. Um, and rotor systems, as Emma touched on before, it's part of subsystems at Cummins and it includes um, our ownership of journal bearings, thrust bearings, dynamic sealing joints and bearing housings. So we basically own work on all the centre of the turbocharger. We've got a team of um, approximately 12 to 15 in the UK and then we also work globally with China and India 
we've got um, people there as well. So Emma has had um, time spent with with people working globally as well while she's been on a placement scheme. Oh, yeah, brilliant. So um, I've been managing Emma um, and a few of the other placements and new starters at Cummins and it's been a bit tough this mm. year um, working from home because normally we would love to show um, in person all the components to yeah. our placement students so that they can um, understand things a little bit easier but Emma's just been absolutely brilliant and seemed to pick things up straight away. Oh, I think everybody just needs to get each other a hug now. <laughs> it's also nice and positive. And so you mentioned Rebecca about um, you know speaking to people in China and India. If the world was normal, when the world is normal, do you in your team have the opportunity to go and visit other sites and maybe internationally? Yeah. So um, I was supposed to be going to China just two weeks before oh, the big no, lockdown. So um, it is something that um, people in our group we, we have to try travel now and again it's not something that I would say we'd, we're doing commonly but maybe yeah. like once or twice a year someone from our team will have to go either to mainly China or India sometimes yeah. America as well yeah. and, and what, what's the purpose of those visits then so why why would you go to China or India what, what are you hoping to to get out of it and bring back to the UK so there's a range of different reasons but mm -hmm. the example that I gave before lockdown was to look at a new piece of testing equipment to train up the technicians in China on how to use it and also to check the repeatability and the correlation of the system with um, the same equipment on other sites. Yeah, brilliant. Sounds fascinating. Thank you very much, Rebecca, for that insight into your team and, and your role. Um, Harry, last but not least, tell us a little about yourself, you know, what you what you get up to in your and your team there. Uh, yeah, so I work in the analysis-led design and validation department. Uh, as an analysis engineer. So I basically run analysis simulations to either like improve existing products um, or to validate new designs um, that, that are sort of coming through to ensure that our products are reliable and robust. Yeah. It's, it's quite a broad department because, um, yeah, can sort of analyze any, any area of the engine really. So it's not like we focus on one specific area, mm -hmm. uh, which is good because it does give you the opportunity to learn quite a lot mm -hmm. about the engine and the gen sets and work on different areas. Um, I think because it's so broad as well, even analysis sort of within that, you know, people tend to focus on either uh, structural analysis or FEA, things like that, but then also uh, dynamic analysis, uh, computational fluid dynamics um, and just design engineering. Uh, so I, I typically do um, dynamic analysis engineering uh, for gear train and valve train components. Uh, but it, I, I find it really good working in a department where yeah, you can, I guess, like gain a lot of knowledge about the engine by having opportunities to work on different things and, and learn more about Cummins products. So if something's not quite right then, Harry, with the, with the, um, the analysis that you've, you've carried out on the engine so it comes in there's not something not quite right does that go back to the team that it came from or is it your job to kind of figure out why it isn't right and, and make it right yeah so it, it depends really I think it's uh you know a lot of the projects that I've completed you know they're very collaborative you're working mm -hmm. with lots of different departments and sort of constantly communicating with them giving them feedback um, and you know if, it, if it's something simple 
then um you know i've worked on a project say where i just made like a minor minor design change which is really easy to do and i could yeah. just do that by myself mm -hmm. uh, but then when there's bigger things or you know things that you're changing about the design of something new coming through then you can essentially feed that back to the project team and give recommendations and then it's up to them to go and discuss with other people and sort of make that call or make that decision on what they're going to do um yeah. so really i think yeah analysis tends to sort of guide other other departments that are making those decisions and design calls to to just help them make the right decision yeah and Brilliant. harry would your um teams work on different engines so you, it doesn't kind of matter to you what what cummins engine it is any engine you would work and you don't have teams broken up for the different types of engines you've got no no so uh, the way it works at least within um power systems the Clemens business that I work in um, subsystem teams are split into sort of engine categories right. where it's based on engine size but the department I work in um, it's called a horizontal but it basically means that we work across all of those different engine sizes mm -hmm. it's essentially like a technical function where we're doing analysis but it doesn't matter the size of the engine um, yeah so I mean I've worked on uh, sort of relatively small engines for our business all the way up until sort of engines that are the size of a small room you know like not cummins 95 liter engines they're they're sort of absolutely huge um yeah. and obviously the engine architecture for like a very big engine then a smaller engine changed as well so that's another thing where you can get experience and learn more about you know different engines different designs and why they are designed the way uh, sort of they are question one more oh. and then yeah. and then i'm gonna have to write <laughs> my thoughts now because i'm forgetting <laughs> you know that biggest engine you said oh, what, for example what would that power that was my question <laughs> oh there you are <laughs> yeah so it can go into applications i think like marine or you know really big sort of oil and gas or um some of our bigger engines as well used in mining um yeah there, there's loads of applications and also uh, generator sets mm. um Right, yeah, yeah, the the power quite a few sort of interesting applications. So th there's a huge range of of mm -hmm. applications that the engines power. Yeah, I think once you recognise a C for Cummins, you'll look around and you think, oh, Cummins makes yeah. that. I didn't realise that. That's what I spend my life doing with all my employees because I'm quite sad. <laughs> oh, should we move on, Jess? Should we talk about learning and development? Yes, let's. Um, yes. So you'd ask something um, which we like to touch upon because um, you know you I think is it. Um, I can't remember if it was you, Harry, or it was you, Emma, right at the beginning, you know, you're saying that, you know, when you do apply for a placement, it's something that, you know, when you are applying, it makes you nervous, doesn't it, if you haven't got any experience, if you haven't got something um, on your previous history to say you've had a job in the past. So once you get that job, what kind of support and development does Cummins give you to make sure that you can keep progressing? Um, and, you know, how has that looked for you guys over the last couple of weeks for you Emma and over the last couple of years or so for, for you Rebecca and Harry so Emma I'll come to you first what's that look like for you um so I've received well I feel like quite a lot of training um I think the first three days of the placement was um virtual onboarding mm -hmm. which was a huge range of like training material yeah um but I remember there being a particular emphasis on being in a workplace, how you treat other people in a workplace, um, core values. And I remember especially diversity. Um, right. I feel like that is so useful because 
it's strange to think you think that like working in an office you know there's it's just like common sense and the, the work yeah. that you're doing is the hard bit but I feel like for some young people it that's the hard bit is fitting into a, an office and understanding yeah. how how to interact with people like professionally so mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of the most important things that I've got from the experience is is that like um workplace attitude I think that's even it's even harder isn't it in a in a virtual environment as well you can kind of you know when you go into an office you can kind of pick up how people interact with each other how you know the the office moves along but I think from a virtual environment it could be just for example you you and you and Rebecca on a call so you don't really get to see um how people necessarily interact with each other did they so I bet I bet that was um good to be able to be trained and developed in that area if if it isn't that you're used to yeah I think that's one of the reasons why they why they did so much training on it is because they wanted people to feel comfortable even working and video calls and stuff like that yeah yeah and that's the thing I can imagine you know initially you could get yourself in a bit of an isolated situation because you think can I virtually ring that person yeah. you know are they even free to answer whereas you know obviously if you're all in a room together you can see um but it's interesting isn't it because I think over the last you know 18 months we've all been in this situation we've all learned different skills haven't we you know those skills at zoom etiquette and all this kind of stuff which you would never even considered um over a year ago but yeah that's really good that coming of giving you that support because like you say it's stuff like that you maybe don't always think about I think I need Um, some zoom etiquette training Jess (laughs) I do (laughs) no I do I'm just thinking sometimes when I'm on zoom with Jess and my bottom half is like leggings or something Jess like Carla don't stand up don't stand up again (laughs) oh no and you know the winter months are coming so the um, hot water bottles will be coming back out (laughs) blankets are out (laughs) blankets (laughs) um sorry uh, Rebecca coming to you next uh it's similar in terms of obviously your experience of learning development and you know I guess yours might have been a little bit different um, and what have you been experiencing recently? Mine was very different to Emma's um, because I was on site um, and I feel really sorry for for the placements this year but I'm I'm sure it sounds from Emma that she's had a a good time anyway at the company. Um, I think the best thing that I found at Cummins was it was one-to-one hands-on training between mm-hmm. me and my manager a lot of the time. Yeah. You don't want to be sat doing an online course where you've got to just click next page, you read that mm-hmm. next page. So for me, I really appreciated going down into the lab with my manager and him saying, right, so this does this and you can say why. And there's no stupid questions at all. Yeah. You can you can ask, ask anything and not be judged for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So especially as well with not just hands-on stuff, but analysis-led design work, you mm-hmm. could um, you could get one-to-one training with people that showed you how to do it. So it was yeah. easy to digest and mm-hmm. you could make sure that you understood it thoroughly yeah. before going away and being given a project to work on. Yeah. So I felt really supported with all the training that I did. And... What the time scales, Rebecca? So you've been at Cummins um, six years now, you said at the beginning. You know, you've just said that you have hands-on training and everything else, but when when are you kind of left to it? You know, I'm guessing you've got support there from your management and everything else, but how long do you think before you started to then you think, actually, I feel quite confident in what I'm doing here. You know, I'm I'm all right to be left alone for a second, just, you know, so you can, you can do things on your own. 
Well, I think from the beginning, as Emma said, you're given projects that you're responsible yeah. for. You can then, the more confident you get, the less questions you'll ask to other people. Mm. So it's a natural thing where there's no cutoff point of, right, you've been trained on that now, so we'll leave you with it. It's not like that. Mm. It's you gain confidence and then you take on the responsibility without asking as many questions. And mm. I think that's the best way to learn yeah. instead of mm. completing a course and then you go off on your own and I would say I'm still learning and I still have to deal with something new and different every day so there's never an, a point where you feel completely comfortable and I know all this because it just yeah. doesn't have to happen unfortunately <laughs> and even with the years experience that you've got Rebecca you still have that network of people that you can obviously still go to ask those questions yeah. and get that support and and I don't even think you particularly need a network because there can be people that you've never spoke to before you can contact and they're happy to help you yeah I've never known yeah I've never known anyone at our work that has been difficult to talk to or reluctant to help yeah how does that work though because if I was a student now sitting on the outside looking in in, in at Cummins and Grace mentioned at the beginning about how big Cummins is so I know, for example, at Gradcracker, if I needed help for, from a visual aspect, like a you know a design, I'd go to Jess. You know, that's that's where she's at. That's what you know Jess's where Jess's skills are. But in in a in a company so so big, Rebecca, how would you even know who to ask or you know who to connect with? Yeah, amazingly, most of the time, especially working on site, you get to know people very quickly especially yeah. from all the initial training so you get contacts in the first couple of weeks where they all sit down with you and do a specific training course in their area mm-hmm. so you pick up some networks there but also there are places on our online site which is available to employees where, which can tell you who to contact with with what area you're looking for as well uh, yeah. yeah perfect thank you sorry Jess no, it's okay. Harry, I'm going to come to you next. Similar question. Um, your experience of learning development. Is it similar to Rebecca? Have you got any more to add to that? Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd say my experience probably reflects Rebecca's as well, um, especially because I did my placement year on site. Uh, and also when I came back as a graduate, I was in the office for, for about six months before working from home. Yeah. I found definitely in my placement year when I was starting, you know, there was so many opportunities for, for training um, sort of working with my manager quite a lot you know learning how to use different software simulations um, and yeah I think as Rebecca said it's you know, there's no such thing as a silly question everyone that I've come across as well has been really willing to you know help out even if you've never spoken to them before um, and yeah there's no such thing as a silly question um, yeah. I mean I, I find it particularly good because I did my placement in Daventry uh, and that's connected to the Daventry engine plant uh, where they assemble engines and gensets. So quite yeah. often, if I was, say, working on a project um, and I had, like, no idea what the component I was supposed to be analysing was or the system, yeah. I'd sort of go down with my manager or someone from the department that knows about it, and then they could show me on an actual engine that's being built, you know, this is this is where it goes, this is how it works. And I think that really helped to, to get that understanding of Cummins engines. Um, yeah. I, I mean, when I started, they... Uh, they normally do something at Daventry called engine appreciation. So you basically get to follow an engine for a couple of days all the way down the assembly line. Um, And at each of the assembly stages, you sort of get to help out and get hands on and help build the engines. And I found that was really good to get an understanding of like the size of the engines, but also the complexity and the amount of components that go into making an engine work and 
um, and everything sort of related to that. I found that it was a really good good experience to to see the engines in person. Yeah, we're going to touch upon facts later, but in terms of can oh, I just say about on. where no, just one thing <laughs> you mentioned you mentioned in Daventry, Harry. Um, I'm yeah. guessing some of our audience might not know where that is. No, uh, it's Where's in uh, it's in Northamptonshire, uh, so it's like very central. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty much the most central point in England, or the furthest away from the coast. Um, Slap bang in the middle. Slap yeah, bang. yeah. Thank you, Harry. I'm just, I'm just thinking that people might not know. But as Phil is obviously in Yorkshire. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. Grace is smiling. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do know typically then how long it would take to build uh, uh, one engine if you were to walk through the place, like I said, a couple of days. How long from start to finish does it take? Uh, yeah, so I think normally the way um, they build the engine, it takes around a couple of days. Um, yeah. And they sort of, they line the engines up along the stages and then they all move move sort of along and then each stage they'll have you know like a time where you need to get a certain job done by so everything can move on um yeah and so it's about a couple of days normally uh, and then I think generator sets they can they can take a bit longer because there's extra components that that you've got to add on um I bet that's quite impressive to watch all that going yeah yeah I, I found it like the first time I walked in it was it was incredible really I because I hadn't been um, or hadn't like been to Daventry before I applied and seen the site. And, you know, you can read up about the size of the engines or the things they power, but I think you really need to see them in person to, yeah, but... to get that appreciation yeah. of it. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Next, I'm going to talk about projects. Emma, I'm going to come to you again first. Um, and some again, something you mentioned earlier, and it just made me smile because I think sometimes there is that bit of a stereotype, isn't it? You know, you think, you know, if I'm an intern, am I going to get proper jobs? Am I going to be put on a proper project? Or, you know, you, you always hear that, you know, am I going to be just told to make tea and coffee? Um, so what kind of projects and experiences have you had? Because um, you said you were given a project quite early on. So, yeah, talk us a bit about that or your favourite project you've worked on. Yeah, yeah. So I think my favorite project is probably my project because because it's my project, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because, um, yeah, so it's a it's I think it's needed to be done for a while. Maybe they didn't have enough time or didn't have resources. Um, But it's uh, it's like I said before, it's a piece of equipment and a type of rig that can be used to test um, a type of um, rolling element bearing. And so I am fully responsible for it. I think it's great because I've had contact with, say, the person who is the expert on the bearing. Mm-hmm. I've also had contact with um, the person who has done previous work on the rig and is the expert on the rig. So I've 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 spoken to so different people, um, and then I uh, I've written a work request for the lab to do some work, which. Me and Rebecca are trying to push to get done before I leave. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Hopefully next week. But Brilliant. yeah. Um, but it's nice because I have contact with the lab people, even though I'm not on site. Yeah. Um, and it's nice as well because Rebecca, Rebecca doesn't necessarily know um, much about it either. Right. So when I when I started it, I felt like I almost became the expert on it. Oh, <laughs> and it was yeah. and it was nice. And then and even if I had a pro- a problem with it, me and Rebecca, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd go and say, I don't know how to 
I think there's a problem with this can we do this I don't know how that works yeah and we'd have a little brainstorming session and figure it out so it's been really enjoyable and I think I'm I'm really happy that there's something that I get to like leave behind yeah (laughs) definitely my my legacy yeah (laughs) did you not get a bit overwhelmed with this Emma were you not a bit like oh my gosh I don't know if I can do this do I know enough yeah I mean at the beginning when I first got assigned it I was like reading I was like oh my god I don't know how to do this (laughs) how how am I going to do this but you know what you just take baby steps yeah and it's actually you know it's actually really enjoyable and it's not you know it's not really stressful or anything like that again you know in the that 12 week period I can imagine you can look back and think how much you know as you've said already personally you've learned your confidence and yeah, the yeah. knowledge you've gained I bet is phenomenal yeah it's, it's fantastic it is strange actually when I look back because it's gone it's, I feel like it's gone really fast yeah, yeah but I feel like I've also like learned so much in su- such a short space of time yeah so I think it just shows that just like not, if you're not doing a year placement if you're just doing a summer placement you still That's get so much experience yeah. yeah that is the thing it still is important isn't it you're still oh, learning yeah. so much as well yeah so if there any of the audience listening today thinking about doing a summer placement and applying you know to Cummins what would you say to encourage them to do it well do it just, do it yeah just do it <laughs> it's just perfect experience I mean when I when I come out of uni I know that I I can do a job that maybe I didn't initially think I could do yeah um, I was I'm a physics student and I'm doing an engineering placement and at first I was like oh am I going to be at a disadvantage or am I going to find yeah. it hard but actually it's not like that at all and if there's any like physics students that are thinking that like maybe they don't want to go into something directly physics related yeah. then there's no problem you know you can do anything but I feel like internships are great because while you're still learning at uni you can still get that experience which you then use all those skills when you come out yeah definitely perfect I think um Grace is going to touch a little bit later on as well about STEM students you know this is who our focus is on today and you know you just hit the nail on the head there Emma that you are a physics student going into an engineering company so I don't want the audience yet just just bear with us audience we are going to come back to that and grace is going to give you all some fantastic hints and tips about how you can be successful as a stem student going into cummings perfect um rebecca projects what's been your favorite project so far working at cummings yeah so um also i'd just like to comment on emma's yeah. um emma's section when she said um it's a bit uncomfortable when you start you think oh will i be good enough i think one of the times she got more comfortable was when she realized nobody knows everything there like she'd say oh, I don't really understand this and I'd be like I don't either <laughs> let's sit down <laughs> yeah. together and work through it um yeah. and yeah I think you became a lot more comfortable when you realized that we aren't expecting someone to just start yeah. work and and just be able to run with with a project but yeah, yeah. you you asked what project I liked um so I really like the work that I do in the lab. So the more hands-on work. So we do a right. lot of um, rotor durability testing and performance testing in the lab mm-hmm. um, and sometimes testing to destruction. So you right. see what the limits are of the components that you've oh, wow. designed from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. it is really interesting because yeah. you've come up with these concepts. You've designed them from the beginning. You've done all the analysis-led design work on them. And now you have this prototype design that you're 
going to see how it performs and and yeah you get to give yourself a pat on the back if it does well yeah oh yeah yeah you know where you thought maybe it's not going to perform as well or it's really exceeded expectations or other way it's not yeah um one of the projects that I had when I was working because I used to work in the dynamic sealing department um and yeah it's it's a really rewarding feeling when you think wow this is this is better than I thought it ever could have been and you get such satisfaction from it Mm, um as well like the guys in the lab the technicians that we work with the engines and turbo technicians are so knowledgeable and they're always like Harry was saying before willing to to show you um what you the bits of the turbo that you don't understand explain it to you and engines as well um and that that helped me from the beginning to to get used to how to design things and how to test things brilliant I bet that that must be quite exciting you know every day you know going in you know every day must be a bit different but it was so nice to work on a project and see all the way through and yeah because um, really rewarding you make your own tests up as well so you you write the tests that you do sometimes they might be something that was never done before so you think I'm going to try this and see how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very research and development. Yeah. So do you have pressure in terms of, you know, again, I don't mean to sound negative, but, you know, what happens if there's an, you've got to think of every single environment, it could be, be in every single situation. How do you make sure all that is covered? Well, we have stringent procedures as well so that we right. make sure that all our products are safe and that they can meet the customer requirements. Yeah. Um, but as well, it's just um, you need to have gone through with your manager as well when you start all what is it what is expected of the project, what's the scope of the project, and what you what are the really key important things that are the deliverables that can't be changed in any way. Um, you, you can't um, allow any sort of shortfalls in them areas such as safety. Yeah, like sure, that. definitely. Yeah. How does, how, do does it, time for? how does the work um, come in, Rebecca? Um, so is it, you know, you mentioned about customers there. Do customers come to you and say, look, I need an engine that does this. So how much is it based on customers coming to you? And also on the flip side, you know, you inventing products that you have to go out and pitch to your customers. So normally, because I work on turbochargers, um, normally we have an application team that is, more customer facing than I would be but then in later discussions I may potentially have communication with the customer as well yeah. um, but that's part of agreement in the scope and the technical project of that specific component that you're designing mm-hmm. um, so we will start discussions on filling in that um, technical profile of what we need to deliver at the very beginning of a project once then then customer communications start yeah thank you Harry, I'm going to come to you next. Favourite project? Uh, yeah, so actually I've recently worked on um, a big comparative study uh, looking at the capability of like various valve train components. Um, I, I really like this project because I was was working with a lot lots of people in uh, the US and India. Um, oh, yeah. So personally, I'd never done this, this type of analysis before. It was completely new to me. 
uh, and I found there was a few subject matter experts that were, you know, based in India or the US. So I was having lots of Zoom calls and speaking with them and sort of learning how to run the analysis and um, learning how everything worked, which I found really useful. Mm. Um, and sort of as part of the project as well, you were using like real life data uh, yeah. that we were getting from the engines. So, yeah. you know, it's actually getting data from engines that were being run uh, around the world. And then also, you know, speaking to people that work in, say, applied mechanics and getting hold of test data and various other inputs that go into the analysis. Um, yeah, so I, I, I found that a, uh, a really good project, um, sort of really rewarding. And mm-hmm. it definitely helped to give me a, you know, better idea you know all of the different inputs and things you have to consider when you're running that type of analysis yeah this is um, the thing about data analysis isn't it you know making sure you actually understand it and what does it mean what's the situation and um, yeah. what would you say that you learned from doing all that and having to do that remotely as well you know over zoom and things what was the kind of big learning curve for you for that uh, I'd say I just learned a lot in terms of how to actually run the analysis, but but also just people skills in terms of, you know, yeah. having to schedule calls and set up meetings with people that are in different time zones. Um, so occasionally you'd have to have calls with, you know, a few people on the call at once that yeah. are on sort of completely different time zones. So sort of trying to plan in advance and get mm-hmm. a meeting booked in that sort of small crossover time when both people were online. Um, yeah. So I, I found that's uh, that's definitely something that I've gained from working at Cummins, that sort of project management and those softer skills that you get from working in a business that I don't think you'd necessarily get from um, just sort of being at university. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting how you've all kind of touched upon your softer skills and learning and, you know, progressing those, which is is really, really good. Um, next is a question I absolutely love because we never know what the future is going to hold, do we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, who knows what's around the corner? But um, Emma, I'm going to come to you again. Um, what is your plan, if I dare to ask? Would you like to come back to Cummins? Can you see yourself working in a similar industry? Can you see yourself... Where can you see yourself in five years? Yeah, so it is a difficult question. It is, isn't it? <laughs> Especially for a UD student. <laughs> but um, I think the one thing I can say is that I would definitely like to, you know, try out anyway, um, yeah. engineering, because it before this internship wasn't something that I'd really considered much. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, well, this is, this is great. This is yeah. really fun and... I think I'm all right at it <laughs> so yeah um so yeah I think when I come out of uni maybe I mean if I'd love to come back to Commons if they'd have me um <laughs> hint hint hint, hint. hint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but I feel like just I'm, I just feel more confident now after this place yeah. and it's nice to see kind of real life situations as well um, but yeah, I, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but engineering looks looks good to me. <laughs> and this is the thing, and this is the brilliant thing. Um, I know we're, we're talking a lot about placements and there is a huge benefit of, a benefit of doing a placement. But, you know, it's one of the reasons why I say to students to do it, because, you know, you've been exposed to an industry now, which, you know, say two years ago, you might never have even considered or even thought you could work in. So it's just great that it's opening up doors, isn't it? And it's, it, you know, you can see a career now potentially in an industry which you never realised you could have. So well done yeah. for doing it and well done just one quick question before I leave you over what was your why did you apply to Cummins you know you said it about a physics student what an issue then attracted you to apply well well 
first of all, I actually, I went to a virtual careers fair. Like it was right. similar to this, but not quite. It was more one on one. Yeah, so it was terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's a really weird coincidence. But I actually spoke to Rebecca. Right. Yeah. And she's the one who told me, uh, like, told me about Cummins and engineering. Um, and I'd seen like the logo. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, they look familiar. And then it kind of just, you know, you know, just one of those. Oh well, I'll just apply. And oh, I got through to the interview. And oh, it's I've got it. And then you do it and it's great. So it was a bit of a strange, I kind of fell into it, but I'm really happy that I did. <laughs> yeah. Good Rebecca job. Is well an inspiration done. by the sounds of it, Rebecca. Mm. You're inspiring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, when she says it was a weird fluke, I think it's more like, I remember speaking to Emma, she was brilliant. Let me manage her, please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rebecca, sorry, Emma, stop putting yourself down. You see, like you've done really well at Cumberland. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Rebecca, you go first. What's what's your five year plan or your future plan? Where would you like to go next with Cummins? So obviously, I want to keep working for Cummins in the mm. future. Um, I would like to gain some more experience in some different areas, just to get a more diverse knowledge set, um, so that I can understand better, um, especially failure modes of turbos. Um, mm and then hopefully get to lead my own technical team. So big oh, dream. Yeah. <laughs> so you that will. sounds exciting. Definitely. And Harry, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I'd say probably similar to Rebecca. I think I sort of want to continue working for Cummins, continue developing my technical engineering knowledge. Um, and I think over the next five years, I'd like to try and get some experience of sort of coaching and with like an eye to potentially go into management and leading a team in the future. Um, and also on the, the technical management side, sort of using that to be able to get involved in more sort of high priority, big projects and have a bigger influence on those projects. Yeah, brilliant. Sounds like a good future plan, guys. It does. Very solid plan. Very exciting plans. And I think now um, we've come to the time we're going to speak to Grace again. Obviously, the audience, you're going to be enthused and excited to apply to the opportunities that come in since it got open um, in October. So, Grace, tell us all a bit more about the um, recruitment process. What's it going to look like this year um, and what the students can expect? Yeah, so um, students can search for vacancies uh, very quickly on our previous website. Um, when you've found a role that you're interested in, you click to apply by uploading your CV. You can apply for as many roles as you like um, and you'll be looked after by one of our dedicated recruiters. Um, if you are eligible to apply, then you'll be invited to complete some online psychometric testing. Um, and then following that will be either an interview or a, a virtual assessment centre, depending on what role it is that you've applied for. Um, we do aim to notify you of the outcome of your application as quickly as we can as well, just so that you know where you stand um, and then you can relax and, and carry on uh, focusing on your studies before you start. Um, and yeah, we mentioned before Grace about applying through Gradcracker and we and Grace have worked hard to update the um, Cummins hub as well. So there's lots of information on there about the recruitment processes and um, some videos which are well worth a watch if you are considering applying to Cummins. Um, Emma is proofing the pudding here, Grace, about being from a STEM background. So you want to give some quite specific hints and tips to our STEM students out there who are watching today to try and boost their chances of, of being successful. Do you, so do you just want to go through those? 
Yeah, so as you've said, Carl, we really want to encourage um, all listeners to consider a career with Cummins, whether you're studying engineering or any other STEM subject. So we do hope that hearing about Rebecca and Emma's successes from uh, their physics backgrounds, as well as Harry's experiences, um, will you know hopefully make you consider us. Um, we really value our diverse workforce and we really appreciate the, the kind of different perspectives that students from all different backgrounds can bring to the roles. Um, so I did just want to share uh, some tips with everybody. Um, I'll try not to, to make it too long so I'm <laughs> out of time now. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, so firstly, we, we just want you to encourage, uh, we want to encourage you to kind of have a genuine interest in the role that you're applying for um, and be prepared to answer why they, why you've applied for that role in an interview. Do some basic research about the company that you're applying to and think about um, you know, where you could potentially fit in with the company values and think kind of what your own values are and what you bring to the table. Yeah. And then more specifically, we really encourage you to do some basic research when you're applying for you know, more specialised roles. So mm-hmm. carefully read the job description and look at the business unit or the site where the job is based and just do a bit of research to boost your knowledge. So uh, as an example, if you are a candidate studying um, maths at university, but you are interested in mechanical engineering role at, say, our Darlington engine plant, do some research on what we do at that engine plant learn a little bit about the very basic operations of an engine um, and think about some of the skills and principles and processes that you've learned on your course and how they would be transferred um, to that role at Cummins. And, and just by having that really basic knowledge, it demonstrates to us that you've got a genuine interest in the role and that you have applied yourself in finding out some of the, you know, the more detailed bits of it. Yeah. Preparing for any technical or role-based questions. Also, make sure you have a think about um, some of the important behavioural skills that you possess, and just be prepared to discuss those um, with some examples. Whether that's from um, kind of anything that you've done at university, any kind of hobbies that you have outside of university, any personal experience, um, they're all really interesting um, to tell us about. And then finally. Once you have secured a role, just be prepared to learn, ask as many questions as you can, um, you know, encourage it, we kind of encourage you to build some networks internally that can help you expand your, you know, your professional contacts and it can get your visibility in the business, which always helps for um, when you, you know, you're looking for future roles and opportunities with us. I was waiting for you to stop there, Grace, for everybody. Yes, yeah. I think I've finished. Yeah, I could go on and on and on, but I, I think... Um, I, was waiting for, I was waiting for you to take a breath. I was like, is she done? Yeah, she's done. Yeah, done. Um, yeah, obviously, everybody here wants you all to be successful. Um, me, me and Jess at Gradcracker and all the Gradcracker team are behind you guys when you are putting your applications in. So much so, don't forget that we've got the Career Centre on Gradcracker, which is full of really good information, hints and tips, Um Grace mentioned there about thoroughly reading the job description. Our colleague Hannah has put an article together about how you go about reading that job description. Um, So a bit of a to-do list, not to be a nag, but I am. A bit of a to-do list um, after this webinar. So go and have a look, follow Cummins to be alerted for their new opportunities. Go and have a look at the Career Centre on Gradcracker. Have a look at all the articles that Hannah's written um, to make you a successful um, job hunter. And don't forget, this is the first in a series of webinars. um, So go and have a look at the other webinars that we've got in the future. But for now, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us today and taking your time out. Um, Good luck for the future for everybody. And Emma, I hope to see you again in 
two years time where can it where can it come in doing another webinar and oh yeah I used to be a placement student <laughs> being yeah. there done that bought the t-shirt I'll be there don't worry <laughs> it's it's a day um so yeah thanks guys for joining us today it's been it's been really really interesting um so we are back next Thursday at two o'clock aren't we Jessica we are we are love yeah we're back um, and next week we are joined by Transport for London. Um, yeah. So find out how London keeps moving with TfL. So see you all next next Thursday at two. Bye bye everybody. Thanks Thank everyone. You. Thank, bye. You. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks everyone. Bye.